This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the Teammates Mentoring Hour on Ticket Weeknights on a Wednesday. I am Jake Sorensen, again joined here in studio by Emily Hand, Kyle Poor, and Meredith Kane on this wonderful 85th birthday of the founder of Teammates, Tom Osborne. It just makes so much sense we have a show tonight, right? Mm-hmm. We, you have to have a show when the man's birthday is here. Mm-hmm. So we, he was actually, Tom Osborne did join the show about a month ago. Uh, he was via stream he wasn't he was yeah. in the studio but he was here he was on the show so awesome. it's good to good to hear from tom awesome. and we hope he's having a great birthday today yes. too. number birthday. 85 uh we were wow. talking yeah number 85 <laughs> think about that i'm 30 i'm like man that's like 55 years away it's a long place <laughs> crazy he's still still a very important part of our community and then uh, certainly to the fabric of of teammates and and in all of nebraska athletics so um absolutely Again, if you have any questions for the guys here, the ladies and guy here tonight, 464-5685. Text is always on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream or watch the show is always on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video, uh, video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, I want to get to, I want to ask you guys, because I haven't really gotten this part, in terms of parent reaction to to having a teammate, in terms of a, you know, even the conversations with a parent before you get started to even like right now, four years in for you Kyle so take us through you know maybe the initial questions you were getting asked and maybe what you're hearing now in terms of what they believe is um, a positive effect from teammates and and your mentorship yeah I think the um, for my my first uh, match I I remember the comment um, he the the mentee doesn't need another dad and that's not what our job is mm-hmm. at all. Um, it, we're, we're not looking to be their parent. We're not looking to be anything other than um, an adult who they can rely on week in and week out to um, help talk through things or just give them 100% of our attention um, for that time. So that's, that's kind of how it started. But how it finished is um, me flying out to Virginia for his graduation from college and hanging out with the family the whole weekend long. Mm-hmm. So, it, wow. it, you know, there's always a little bit of hesitation. But, again, once they kind of recognize that that's that's not what we're trying to do, we're not – and it's not a knock on them as parents at all. Mm-hmm. It's – it's at, I mean, it's just somebody that will come to the school and be with them for an hour and give them undivided attention for an hour a week. Um, and the hour flies by. Trust me. It, it flies by. Mm-hmm. Emily, okay, you're at the elementary school, and you and you help select the young people who get matched. Mm-hmm. So, you obviously deal with parents, I'm sure, a little yeah. bit there. Tell us about your experience with with them in terms of even getting their kid involved and mm-hmm. and response to yeah. when they get matched with somebody. I mean, I just tell them, you know, exactly like it is. I say that this is a great opportunity, and I, you know, sell it to them and the fact that this is going to be someone like what Kyle was saying. There, somebody's going to be there to hang out with them once a week. It's going to be another support. And like Meredith was saying before, we need all the supports we can get mm. for kids these days, especially like it takes a village. It really does. And I tell that to parents too. And we're here for you in all sorts of ways. And this is another way the school's here for you. And I, I tell them about the mentor that I would like to match them with if I have somebody lined up and I, they get really excited and it's really awesome to see that. And I think over the years, parents kind of, 
understand even more like how big of an impact this mentor can have on a child and i think it's a really great thing is it ever the case where a mentee sees another friend of theirs who is getting mentored by somebody and, and maybe they bring it up the concept to the parent mm-hmm. does that ever happen mm-hmm. yeah how often meredith that's a good question not <clears throat> a huge amount are self-nominations but a little bit, okay. yeah. We hear, I think maybe more than them actually completing the nomination mm-hmm. form themselves, it's the student seeing that their friend is enjoying this program and then the student goes to the facilitator yeah. or their teacher and says, hey, what is that? Can I get involved with something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's word of mouth is, mm-hmm. is huge for volunteers and then even for the mentees too. So when we get those good reviews and the kids enjoy it i think that can spark some more interest um interesting question for i think anybody here i guess maybe more you than than anybody but a texture a texture says this and there's it's a serious question but so hear me out to the edge of this do mentors need to be human hang on i know an amazing therapy dog for any any kid would enjoy That's a good question. Is that possible? I don't know how the one-on-one conversations would go. So... So um, it's it's funny you said that because okay. there is a mentor who had reached out to me. So I posted this thing on Meadow Lane Neighborhood Facebook page asking if anybody was entered, interested in being a mentor. And I got a whole bunch of people to respond. And one gal had asked if she became a mentor, if she could bring her therapy dog with. And I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Because I have a therapy dog I bring to school. His name's Bruce. He's really cool. Bruce. Yes. What kind of dog is Bruce? He's a Jack Russell Terrier. Jack Russell Terrier. All right. (laughs) So I'm like all about it. I'm like, yes, bring all the dogs into the school. (laughs) Yes. But my principal said she would totally be cool with that. I don't know if every principal would be the same way. But I mean, I think Bruce would be a great mentor personally. Um, (laughs) But I mean, he can't really speak English very well. No. But... I think it would be great to have mentors come in with therapy dogs. I mean, kids love dogs and kids who who um, just need someone to be around and talk to and cuddle with a dog. I think that would be great. See, we're just trying to grow it every day. Find new ways See, to incorporate like different like things it. into teammates. <laughs> uh, so I'm curious. So, so Kyle, I'll start with you here. Then we won't go around the table here. In terms of this is a, this is a question from Andy on the text line, but I think it's a common question that is asked when it comes to being a teammate's mentor. Do, does teammates run during the summer? And if not, what do you do to bridge that gap from the previous school year to the next one so it's a smooth conversation when you get back? You know, um, no, it doesn't run through the summer. Um, we can send emails usually through uh, the <laughs> teammates, um, which is really office, which is really um, fantastic. Um, transitions are always hard for kids. Um, it doesn't matter who the kid is, uh, going into breaks, summers, anything like that. Um, so there is a little bit of a, um, of a challenge when you're going out of the school year or into the school year. So that's why I think it's really important that we continue to reach out. Um, I, I work really hard to try to get my, uh, mentee some emails during the summer, just, Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Um, and again, I want to say I mean, Meredith's team, they do a fantastic job um, keeping those connections alive because they know that that is important. Thanks. 
Yeah. You, I mean, how, how do you see that in terms of Meredith, in terms of, again, it, you see a great relationship go throughout the school year. And then as Kyle said, you can maybe keep track of your email over, mm-hmm. the summer, over the summertime, but maybe you don't see them again until August, September. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that something, I mean, how, how do you see that in your end in terms of how to make that a smooth gap sure. from summer to, to fall? Well, pre-COVID, some matches did meet over the summer. It's completely optional, and it could be maybe once a month or even just once over the summer. It it depends if the school has a community learning center there or not. So a little bit altered, but um, that was an option previously. We'll kind of see how things go this upcoming summer. Mm-hmm. But again, most do not meet over the summer. So I think to get even the occasional email or... Sometimes mentors will drop off postcards or birthday cards if their mentee has a summer birthday, and we can forward that on. And I think for the mentee to just know that they were thought of Mm -hmm. over the summer is really, really special for them. Or even to get something in the mail (laughs) can be really fun for a kid. And so I think it's kind of a good balance because then you have so much to talk about when you start meeting again in the fall and you can show each other pictures from over the summer. And so I think it actually, it, I think it's a good dynamic, um, personally, but yeah, we have a little, a little bit of, um, variety in terms of how summers go, but yeah. I'm curious in terms of like the matching period here, like, you, you know, if, would somebody right now, it's it's February 23rd, the school year ends in mid-May. Mm-hmm. Like, is there, obviously the ideal time is probably to, to start a mentorship in yes. August, right? Mm-hmm. The school year begins, correct? Am I wrong on that? Or we is there, is there any the wrong whenever. time? Yeah, yeah, the whole whenever. school year, really, we are new mentor trainings go through March. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's on the fence, you want to get trained, we do have some still through March. We do want them to get a few meetings before the school year ends. And again, if, if they want to meet over summer, we'll, we'll see what our options are. <laughs> um, but yeah, we match the whole year really. So we have about two or three trainings per month. So anytime. Now, now sometimes that word can be terrifying to somebody training. But why? <laughs> tell tell us what what is it? What is teammates training like, and why yes. it's probably harmless to those who think who are scared of the word. Oh gosh, training. Right. So I think we actually see excitement and relief after a training. Mm-hmm. It's a three hour training, which okay. might seem like a lot, but it goes pretty quickly, and it really gives great information as far as activity ideas. But boundaries are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, teammates is all through the school like we've talked about all the communications coming through the school and the teammates office so we go over that type of thing safety policies um, kind of the different stages of mentoring and how they align with just normal friendship stages and things like that so we actually see pretty pretty good outcomes after the training and they're ready to get matched so it does take a couple maybe two or three weeks or so to actually meet your mentee after training. There's just some different things that have to happen, make sure all the paperwork's in place, Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. But yeah, it's actually, I think people are surprised what they get out of it, so. Emily, I'm curious for you as a facilitator at the the elementary school, um, I mean, you're getting contacted all the time, but are... (laughs) Like, are your August crazy in terms of people reaching out saying, "Hey, I want to, I want to get my kid matched, possibly with somebody"? What, are, what, are, like, what is your beginning of the school year like compared to right now? 
I would say it's pretty even throughout throughout the entire school year. It's pretty consistent throughout. Kids are getting nominated by teachers or parents. So we've, I've had a couple of self-referrals, too, in the past, and that's really cool. So I'm glad that people are thinking about it the entire school year, and we're constantly trying to match kids throughout the whole year. Kyle, I was asking earlier in terms of, um, you know, I asked Meredith if you see people that, you know, have uh, have a mentor. If they see if if a mentee that maybe says, "Hey, I want to be like that mentee that has a mentor." Do you ever see your mentee ever bring, or people friends of your mentee maybe bring up, "Hey, he seems pretty cool. Can I have somebody <laughs> like that too?" Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty cool. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm just saying, know, I'm putting yeah, it out there, man. Yeah, no, I'm putting no, it out you, there. You hit the nail no. on the head. Absolutely. Um, you know, I don't see it as much with my matches. I saw it a lot as a teacher. Um, I saw a lot mm-hmm. of kids talking about. Um, their matches and because they do they go back to their class and they talk about how fun it was to you know miss a class but get to hang out with their teacher or hang out with an adult for that time you know that's not the reason why that is not the reason why but that's what they I mean they come back and they're excited about that Um, so I saw it more as a teacher and um, I I can tell you as a teacher I I probably said this phrase a million times um, that kid would be perfect for teammates Um, and we just know as, as teachers, um, how important the program is, um, as a support for our kids, but also as a support for us, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, I never, ever once had a kid leave one of my math classrooms to go to teammates and think, oh gosh, you know, they really need to be here. No, hundred percent. Um, it's such a good, uh, program for our kids to be a part of. So, yeah, it's it, it. It was more of hearing it from the kid side, um, and then turning around and saying, "Yeah, you know what? You're right. Um, that person would be really good to have a have a match." And then reaching out, and um, I know that's a really hard job, especially for facilitators, yeah. um, because they're the first ones who really hear about it. And um, you know, I I would think being a facilitator would be tough because you probably have 30 referrals, and you're like, "Oh man, I I can't get more than two or three kids." matched um, because we need more mentors hello we need more mentors <laughs> um, get out there because Lincoln teammates.org Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln teammates.org keep it going because that that would be hard that would be hard to see all those people all those referrals come in and not get and, and feel like all of them deserve a match yeah. but just not have enough people to do to make those matches so I think an important question that always needs to be answered and this is for the floor and you guys can answer this but it's people saying I'd love to do that I don't have time for it how how do you respond to that? How, and what's the time commitment? And when do you typically go see your mentee or see mentees seen that you're at the school? Yeah. Some people like to have a regular Tuesdays at 12. That's my mentoring time. Some people that doesn't work. Their schedules change throughout the week. So they just kind of do it week by week and, and make it work. I think to for those of you who are employed, I mean, to have your supervisor or your place of employment's blessing basically Mm -hmm. is is really critical but i think that not everyone realizes that their workplace might be okay Mm -hmm. with that or might even encourage that i one match that i interviewed talked about the mentor had always wanted to and she said when i retire when i retire and i believe tom osborne spoke at her church and so she's like is this a sign i need to do it sooner and so she talked to her boss and he's like yeah of course you can and she's like what i would have done this years ago and so i think yeah people might be surprised at at the willingness of of 
places of employment to get behind it and, and encourage it. So even businesses that allow for mentoring to happen on company time or for them to be able to adjust their work mm-hmm. schedules one day a week to make up for that missed 45 minutes or hour <laughs> is, is really, really wonderful. We see a variety in actual length of a of a visit so maybe with elementary it might, might be more like 30 minutes depending too on attention spans and and mm-hmm. schedules of course and then middle school and high school high schoolers mm-hmm. are getting into that kind of 45 50 minute time span um but again if if you gotta dip out a few minutes early that's okay we've been seeing that even with COVID and everything wanting to avoid those busy hallways and it's really flexible it's just about the consistency but also communication so we don't expect them to go every single week I mean that'd be awesome if they could but we're humans right things things happen so it's really just letting the facilitator of the school know if you're not able to make it sometimes if you're going to be gone for like we'll have some snowbirds that'll be gone for a month and so they'll send those emails or send a postcard and yeah again just cool. yeah, yeah just communicating and yeah. letting them know you're you're thinking, I'm thinking about, about them. you sure yeah even though i'm not here you're still my thoughts yeah it's awesome all right we'll take one last quick break we'll come back again this is the link this is the teammates mentoring hour on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket don't go anywhere more of the teammates mentoring hour is minutes away on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com